Thank you, Ms. Kathy and Ms. Mary, not only for this morning's Easter children's ministry video, but the way that you've been in contact with our families and our kids and the crafts throughout the weeks. Thank you for your work. Hey, as you know, uh, we are encouraging you to take pictures of your family dressed in your Easter best. And if you would, uh, post them up to Facebook as well as uh, Instagram using the hashtag LCLGWorship. And the best dressed family will get a gift card to Target. And we look forward to seeing all of us, even though we can't gather for worship together in, in our church, we would love to see you all gathered uh, on Facebook and Instagram. So uh, please put your pictures up there. Today's text uh, comes to us from Matthew, the Gospel according to Matthew, the 28th chapter, verses 1 through 10. Listen now to God's word. After the Sabbath, at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There, a violent earthquake for, uh, there was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they, took, they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then quickly go and tell his disciples, He has risen from the dead, and he is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you, so the women hurried from the tomb, afraid, yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly, Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. It is Easter Sunday morning, and as Pastor Brad said earlier, the Easter greeting is, I say Christ is risen, and you repeat, he is risen again. So we're going to start this sermon that way. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Amen. You know, it works so much better when you're here uh, than in your homes. But, you know, here's the thing. No matter what you think or say about Jesus... Whether you believe that Jesus is the Son of God and that he rose again from the dead, or whether you think all this stuff about the empty tomb and the resurrection is farce, no matter what you think about Jesus, here are some things to consider about Jesus. John Ortberg says Jesus' impact was greater a hundred years after his death than during his lifetime. It was still greater after 500 years. After a thousand years, his legacy laid the foundation for much of Europe. After 2,000 years, Jesus has more followers and more places than ever before. And here's the thing. No one knows what Jesus looked like. We have no paintings or sculptures. We don't have any physical description of Jesus in the Bible. Yet Jesus became the most frequent subject for art in the world. 
It's in Jesus' name that desperate people pray, grateful people worship, angry people swear. From baptisms to weddings to sick rooms to funerals, it's in Jesus' name that people are hatched, matched, and dispatched. No matter what you think about Jesus, from the dark ages to today, he is the man who just won't go away. One of the unique aspects of Christianity is that it traces its origins to one particular moment in one day in history. One day, there was no such thing as Christianity, and then suddenly there was. You know, our text opens up with this phrase, after the Sabbath, at dawn, on the first day of the week. And in that short clause, there are three time references. As delightful as Christmas is, Christmas is only a holy day because of what took place after the Sabbath, at dawn, on the first day of the week. As gruesome as the death of Jesus was on the cross on Good Friday, Jesus wasn't the only one who was crucified that day. Scriptures tell us that there were two others who were crucified with Jesus. In the days of Jesus, untold numbers were crucified by the Romans. The only reason why the death of Jesus on the cross on that Friday is called Good Friday is because of what took place after the Sabbath at dawn on the first day of the week. You see, the disciples believed that he was the Messiah, that Jesus would overthrow the Roman government and usher in a new Davidic kingdom. But on Good Friday, Jesus died. They were there. They saw Jesus die. And when Jesus died, none of his disciples thought, fantastic, everything's going just as planned. His disciples were totally and absolutely devastated, disappointed, disillusioned, and dispirited. And then they weren't because of what took place after the Sabbath at dawn on the first day of the week. The resurrection is the cornerstone of the Christian faith. Everything we are and everything we hope is predicated on what happened after the Sabbath at dawn on the first day of the week. Simply put, no resurrection, no Christianity. Even though Jesus predicted his death and resurrection multiple times in the Gospels to the disciples, the resurrection was totally unexpected. The resurrection absolutely caught the followers of Jesus by surprise. You know, I have always associated Easter with great joy. But it's surprising that joy was not the first response to the resurrection in the scriptures. It wasn't joy. It was fear. Four times in our text, we are told that the first reaction for the witness says that the resurrection was fear. The guards stationed at the tomb of Jesus were so afraid that they shook and became like dead men, we're told in verse 4. 
The angel of the Lord said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen from the dead, in verse 5. The women hurried away from the tomb, afraid, yet filled with joy, verse 8. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me, verse 10. Why fear? Why fear? Death has always freaked people out. On Good Friday, Jesus died. The disciples were there. They saw it with their own eyes. Jesus died, that Jesus was buried, is an indisputable, undeniable, irrefutable fact. They were there. They saw it with their own eyes. And just as death had always done, death won on that Friday afternoon and claimed its prize. Death swallowed up Jesus. Jesus died. They were there. They saw it with their own eyes. That Jesus died and was buried is an indisputable, undeniable, irrefutable fact. Death always won. Death always claimed its victim. Death was always final. Always. Until. Until that day after Sabbath, at dawn, on the first day of the week, when Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to the tomb. On that day, on Resurrection Day, on that Easter morn, the tomb could no longer hold what it had always held. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven, and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. And you see, the stone wasn't rolled away to let Jesus out. The stone was rolled away that the world could see that the tomb is empty. He is risen. He is risen indeed. And just like that, death no longer reigns supreme. Just like that, to all who declare with their tongue that Jesus is Lord and believe in their hearts that God raised them from the dead, they will never die but have eternal life in Christ Jesus. Just like that, the curse of death is broken. Just like that, sin and death no longer reign, all because of what happened after the Sabbath at dawn on the first day of the week. You know, I've been saying that over and over. So what exactly happened after the Sabbath at dawn on the first day of the week? I invite you again, listen to what happened after the Sabbath at dawn on the first day of the week. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake. For an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid that they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the women, 
do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He is risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, he has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid, yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly, Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And this is the reason why everything hinges on what happened after the Sabbath at dawn on the first day of the week. Friends, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Let us pray. Oh God, we give you thanks for this day. Thank you so much for your son. Thank you for his life, his teaching, his ministry. Thank you, God, for the cross. And thank you, God, for the empty tomb and the resurrection. For it is in his life, death, and resurrection that we have ours. So thank you, God. And on this Easter day, Lord, watch over all your saints throughout this land. And Lord, in the midst of this pandemic, help us to find security and joy, knowing that death has lost it is no longer final, for on that day, on the Sabbath, before dawn, you rose again from the dead, and everything's changed. Friends, if you are watching this service and you've never received Jesus as Lord and Savior, that's how this begins. And so I want to invite you to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. And the way you do that is to say something like this in your own words. You say, Jesus, I am a sinner in need of a Savior. I receive you as Lord, and I choose to follow you. If you've said that prayer, you need a church family. And we would love to be that family with you and journey with you. Now, for the rest of us who have already said that prayer, Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for this day, for this Easter day, for it is indeed glorious. You are great and awesome. We thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. And all the God's people said, amen. Amen.